show where you decide the topic from love chat for matt to the hate in your heart i can't believe it there are no limits you can be nice i love legends you can be mean i don't give a fuck or you can blow it all up every wednesday at nine it gets crazy when you get their number and you can call them maybe and now here they are matt christensen and blonde hello and welcome to the show it is the call-in show the show where you get my number and i am at uh, your mercy blonde is out tonight i think she has coronavirus i uh i don't know i'm told uh she is not feeling well obviously we hope the best for her and uh, i would expect that she'll be back on sunday but it's a uh, it's a solo call-in show for me tonight and i had hoped that potentially the fiance would join uh, like last time, Blonde needed to be out. But she, in fact, had dinner plans with a friend. So she may join a little later, but I'm, I'm not holding my breath. Because um, I think we'll we'll be able to do an hour show tonight. So we'll, we'll, we'll shorten things a little bit. And not only that, not only are things going a little sideways in that department, but just before the stream, I got a call that the county health department, where uh, my wedding is to be hosted in two and a half weeks, has uh, decided that they are going to now impose a 50-person limit on it. So they let us plan this for six months. They let us cover all the expenses. And now we have to figure out how to do the song and dance so that it's Corona compliant. So, man, when it rains, it pours. Uh, I expected things. I, I knew there was at least one wrench to be thrown into this wedding before it happens. But... uh but yeah, uh, I'm going to do my best to maintain a positive attitude. And I look forward to what you guys have to say. Because, of course, the news right now is crazy. It's not just my life. Uh, the debate last night, I anticipate we'll talk about that a lot. I'm excited to hear your thoughts. Uh, I don't have a lot of positive things to say about it. But maybe someone can give me a, a little reason for optimism after that one. And uh, other than that, we'll get into the rest of the news, too. If you are new to the show, uh, there is a the, the show works like this. There's a link in the description to the Discord server on which we host the show. Hop in the Discord server 10 minutes before live. Put your name in the roll call. Uh, I randomize the roll call list, and then we take our callers in that randomized order. Please hang out in the waiting rooms while you wait, and I'll pull you in. Try to keep your call to uh, about two or three minutes as a gesture of courtesy to your fellow callers. And normally, of course, we do uh, email questions. If you can't participate, uh, if you'd like to participate, but you can't do it live, I'm not, I can't take email questions tonight. Well, I could, but those are often meant for Blonde's attention too. So we will put those off the next week. Anyway, I will delay no longer. I will hop into the calls. Uh, Kim is up first, but Kim, I, got, I don't have you in the, uh, in the waiting room. So be sure to hop in the waiting room and I'll pull you in. I'll circle back for you. Admiral Gundars is up after that. Admiral, are you there? All right. After that, we got... Uh, uh, purple thinking cap again uh if you guys are if you guys are up for calls please hop in the waiting room so i can grab you can you hear me yes sir what's on your mind hey so uh i'm gonna leave the debate for other people because i'm sure that's what everyone wants to talk about <laughs> so, sure uh, uh, one thing i was thinking more kind of with uh what i wanted to call last week about the it's david cameron the attorney general for kentucky and Louisville, right mm -hmm. he gave his conference last week one of the things I was uh, listening and thinking to was the idea that a lot of times uh, I think the general public mixes up uh, justice with, I think, 
mercy, equality, and fairness. And the only reason I bring those up is because a lot of those are derived from biblical terms and concepts. Mm-hmm. So I think one of the major problems that a lot of people, they're like, well, why isn't this fair? Why isn't this all this extra stuff? And I think a lot of it is because justice, like the attorney general said, it's cold, it's unfair, it's, you know, it's equal for everybody. And the problem is everyone wants, you know, compassion, they want mercy, they want all these other things. That can't be legislated into a judicial system because it's subjective. Yeah, you you have to you have to capture the specific with the general with a legal system, which is very difficult to do. But on the other side of that justice equation for Brianna Taylor, I get that she didn't deserve to die. I never would say that she did. I think she has responsibility in her own fate insofar as she made poor choices and mistakes that were contributing factors in her death. But I don't think she deserved to die. That said, when when factoring justice, does that mean that someone else's life has to be ruined? Does that mean that we go after these cops and I'm sure if the mob had their way, give them the death penalty? How is that justice? I I don't see how yeah. that's anything other other than bloodlust, to be honest. Yeah, I, I think it's really just pushing more of that idea that, you know, if you really want these things to be as perfect and even as you want, you're asking the wrong system. because It's just not going to work. And you have uh, people at the helm. Just it never works. Mm-hmm. So I, I think sort of what's a more obvious uh, example of the moral bankruptcy that people have is at least in previous times, whether people identified as religious or not, was that a consistent moral understanding that justice and like compassion and mercy and fairness are not the same thing. They sure. can't be interchangeable. Yeah. Now because of this, like um, I guess humanist secular. Um, social justice kind of religion that's grown trying to morph it all together into one thing when it just yeah. doesn't work and people back then had that wisdom and understanding to know that they are separate things did you see the um the news on the uh, grand jury uh release that's forthcoming now i haven't did they release new information they're going to release grand jury proceedings audio but wow. it, it sounds like the uh, attorney general is having a lot of difficulty scrubbing that for identifying information or anything that could get these jurors uh, to put them at the mercy of the mob, obviously. I I haven't listened to the attorney general's decision making or his reasoning. I think that's a a terrible decision personally. Although I'm a fan of transparency, don't get me wrong. But any whiff of the identity of these jurors, they're going to be at serious risk. There, I mean, the mob I, will literally kill them. Yeah. So I just I wish there was a way in sort of a moralistic revival if not a religious one just a way for people to come back to that reminder that yeah they're separate things you can't lump them together or you're just asking for disappointment sure well thank yeah, you for the I'll, call I'll leave it at that. yeah i appreciate yeah. it have a good night have a good one you too okay looks like we got kim kim uh, you're all set if you're ready let kim hang out a minute uh purple thinking cap is up after that Purple thinking cap, you're good to go if you're ready. And then, oh boy, up after that is everyone's favorite uh, red-pilled Jamaican. That is Ratchet uh, Republican. But Ratchet, if you're listening, I need you to hop into the waiting room as well, and I'll get you there. Hello? There you go. What's on your mind, Kim? Sorry, I didn't realize I had both the Discord and the stream going at the same time. Uh, I was confused. Sure. Um. Yeah, so I actually wanted to call in um, about two things if I have time quickly, but if I want to start with the um, debate last night. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I'm actually a PA listener, and I was able to go to Mike Pence's um, debate watch that he had um, before the debate and cool. hear him speak. Yeah. Um, so it was a really great experience where I went. And I think one of the best things about it was very few people wearing masks. So it was awesome. <laughs> I love to see that, man. Uh, after today, I'm in a very rebellious Corona spirit, man. I'm sick of all this bullshit. So, all right. So that's yeah. cool. How many people were there? Um, I heard one of the Secret Service members talking that they heard like they had 10 times the people they were expecting. Wow. Um, I heard probably, I, I want to say I heard around you know, over 3,000. I'm not entirely sure that was accurate or Was not. this an outdoor venue um, or where was it? It was, oh, okay. yeah. It was on a on a farm, a dairy farm in the area. Mm. And they had a, a large tent set up. Um, but then it was like standing room only around the tent as well. Okay. What, so um, it was, yeah. How, how was your debate listening? Did they just play it over giant speakers or what did you do to actually watch the debate? I actually left before they streamed the debate mm. because of the rain. Oh. Um, it, it got rained out at the end. It started raining right after Mike Pence's speech. Um, I hung around for a little bit before the rain started like seeping into the ground underneath the tent. I was like, as I said, I'm out. I'm going to watch it from my own house. Yeah. Um, so I didn't get to see how that was, but they had two video screens set up, which they showed the speaker at the moment, um, whether it was Mike Pence or his wife, Karen, or a local representative. Um, and I'm assuming they streamed the debates from the same screens. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's yeah. cool. That sounds like a fun time. Did you have any thoughts on yeah. the uh, debate before I let you go? Um, I had to be pretty honest. I was only kind of half listening. Um, <laughs> Good for I, you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Lucky it was, you. I was like, yeah. I was thankfully able to tune it out. It was just a lot of back and forth. I was like, I don't have time for this. Too much cringe. Yeah. It, 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 um. <laughs> at times it was actually unlistenable, unintelligible. And I enjoy cringe. I, I enjoy the theater as much as the battle of ideas. But, he, but man, even after the first 15 minutes, I was like, I, I don't know, man. I don't know if I can do this. This, this is too, this is too far. Uh, so yeah. I really, I really hated listening to it, to be honest. But yeah, one of the things really quickly before I hop off, um, I'm actually a teacher. Mm. And so all of the COVID stuff going on, um, and I tried to calling in earlier about like contact tracing in the schools. Mm-hmm. Um, and the point that this is like, I think ridiculous, but they're making all the students have assigned seats for lunch. Oh, so good. if anybody gets sick, they have contact tracing to know exactly. It's like teachers have to have like very strict seating charts, mm-hmm. um, which I may or may not do. Um, and I just like when I heard about they're giving assigned seats for lunch, it's like you're making high schoolers and middle schoolers who have so much drama in their lives with the same person for like a month at an end. You're going to have like a fight with Yeah, two there's got to be conflict. One would think I mean, it hasn't happened yet. Hmm. That's the part I'm aware of, but it's I'd like the contact tracing that they're trying to have available in the school is ridiculous. Um, wow. Well, Godspeed but, out there. I'm, I'm glad you had a fun time. And uh, of course, all the best at the school, man. I'm hoping we get this get some cooler heads prevail on a lot of this nonsense. But yeah, I'm hoping November 4th comes around and masks are gone. <laughs> the virus eracer. November 4th. Yeah. Yeah. Bet, a bet on it for sure. Thank you, Kim. Yeah. Have a good night. Yeah. Have a good evening. Purple thinking cap. You there? Hi. Can you hear me? I can, man. Uh, this might be the first time in the history of the show. Back to back female callers. That's incredible. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm in California. Well, so, uh, Godspeed uh, to you too. How's that going? Thank you. 
and uh, not great. <laughs> what part of uh, California um, are comfortable sharing? Yeah, uh, I'm in the Central Valley. Okay. In fact, if you're in the Central Valley, you probably got an email from me because I want to do a meetup. Things are supposed uh, so, to be a little more sane there, aren't they? Or is it still uh, all under Emperor Newsom? Uh, kind of. Um, we're we're moving into phase two, in quotes. So <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping that like the my biggest problem is the mask thing right now because mm -hmm. it's uh where i work specifically you're required to wear a mask at all time you know they want you to wear it at all times i don't because i just i'm not i'm not gonna do that it's uncomfortable uh, aside from being pointless so is your employer wanna... tough on that or do, you, do they kind of look the other way my employer is really tough on it mm. because i work for the government oh well there you go yeah that's tough which is actually one of the reasons why I wanted to call. Hmm. Um, so I work in law enforcement. Okay. And um, one of the things that it got, especially towards the beginning of coronavirus, that got kicked around was zero bail. Oh, yeah. yeah. And um, one of the things that bothers me is that that is, is that it's just kind of fallen off in all discussion, especially with the, with the riots and the Black Lives Matter thing. Mm -hmm. Um, and it is disastrous. I, I work in, I work in probation. Okay. So I deal with people who are, they're arrested for, you know, whatever their offenses, we'll call it felony vandalism. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Serious crimes. And, you're not, it's not people stealing yeah. a Snickers bar. Yeah. Like yeah. we'll have, so we have, you know, we'll have one guy at, you know, take a shit in front of the county library and then, you know, <laughs> is that even a crime in California anymore? Or is that, is that totally fine? I don't know. It's hard to tell. Yeah. It's still felony vandalism. Is know, it? He still gets cited with a court date, you know? How is that felony? Cause I thought felony would like, I thought it was just X amount of dollars in damage. What, why is the, uh, why is the shit taking a felony? Well, I'm like I'm just because I'm pulling an, an an example out of my ass. A better example would be <laughs> no domestic pun violence. Yeah. Okay. Domestic. Yeah. Domestic violence. A, a more probably a, a more common occurrence. One would think because vandalism is one of those things that uh, is it really does depend on the amount of damage and then you know cleanup and all. There are yeah, so yeah. many factors. Um. But with so domestic violence is something that you and I would probably categorize as a violent crime. Yeah. And they often get arrested and zero bail. And so they're out within 45 minutes. OK. And, and then how many of them are um, beating their wives again? We got repeat offenders. Uh, yes. In fact, there is a very good chance that they'll just be arrested within you know 24 hours for another d domestic violence well you got to go and, home and beat her up for calling the cops on you you got to get your vengeance one would think right that's probably how this works out or you you know you kill your neighbor for, ah, for calling or, yeah cops. he's the one who you know, did it stuff. you got yes. uh, you got revenge to get that's the point yeah we had a we had a case of a guy domestic violence and he killed his neighbor who called the cops jesus christ really yeah. So he so, how how uh, how much time was there in between his release and the murder? 
we talking like immediately or did he think about it for a little while? I think it was about uh, like 24 hours, like wow. almost a day. Well, so not, not very it, long. I mean, he got right to business. None of these. I mean, even like in, in New York and Virginia, where we had the, the Muslim rapist who murdered his victim. You know, that oh, was yeah, within, I forgot about that one. That's that right. was within 36 hours. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So this is just someone who works in law enforcement saying, like, you know, you, if, if your city or you find a judge or a mayor or a governor or anyone talking about zero bail, fight back because yeah. there's a reason why our crime rates are going up and it's, uh, you know, maybe this is, per maybe this is a overly personal. It makes my job harder. <laughs> well, sure. I mean, you're entitled to that <laughs> consideration too. Yeah. So, you know, um, I just wanted to to bring that back up because I feel like it hasn't, it, it just kind of disappeared. Yeah. We got to fill the jails with, um, with mask rebels and not with actual violent criminals, you know? Yeah. And it's tearing communities apart. Yeah. It's, you know, no doubt. for, for the stupid platitude, it's, it's, it is literally killing people. Yeah. That, that sucks. That's really unfortunate. Yeah. And th thank you for your insight. Uh, any, uh, last, yeah, uh, no last thoughts before I let you go? Um, yeah, nobody won that debate. <laughs> That's kind of how I feel. Um, I mean, I, uh, I'm just annoyed with everybody. I was, I was, I get that Trump was probably trying to rattle Biden. That was probably the strategic thinking, but he didn't give Biden enough rope to hang himself. And Biden was readily hanging himself. I wish Trump would have just backed off a little bit. I wish he would have let Biden lie a little more because he was lying a plenty. And I wish Chris Wallace would have just shut the hell up and not tried to debate himself. I pretty much hated everybody watching it. I don't know if you, if you are familiar with OAN. A little but bit. The, uh, yeah. The, uh, we, I watched the debate on OAN mm. and the, um, what's this, uh, the newscaster that came on after uh, had a box of tissues and said, I want to give this to, um, what's his name? The moderator. <laughs> so he can get the brown off his nose. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> and that might've been the funniest part of the whole debate. But I think the major problem with Trump is that he's so low resolution. The core of what he says is correct but his details are fuzzy. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty fair, I would say. Yeah. So, you know, anyway, thank you yeah. so much. I'm sorry I couldn't catch Blonde, but let her know that there are more women who listen to this show than she thinks. I, I bet there are, and I will do that. Thank you. And of course, uh, here's hoping she is better soon. Yeah, sir. Thank Have you. Have a good night. You too. Okay, now it is time for our, uh, our new call-in show celebrity, Ratchet Republican. You there? Give him a, a minute. Hello? Yeah, what's on your mind, man? It's always good to hear from you. Oh, yeah, it's good to hear from you, too. Um, I just want I wanted to talk something a little different than a debate. Okay. It was very depressing. Sure. It was very depressing. Um, I wanted to make a case uh, for Candace, uh, Candace Owen, because a lot of people out there, you know, in the black community um, and in the conservative circles that don't like her. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the a lot of the concerns they have with her um, into, uh, is the same concerns that liberals have with uh, with conservatives. Mm -hmm. And I just wanted to go through a couple of them. Sure. The first thing the first thing they say is that oh she is a uh, she is tap dancing for the you know uh, for the coins. She's trying to get money. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? 
trying to get fame and fortune. Yeah. And I'm like, if you look at the left and you look at the right, and you look at the money that people make on the left and the, the, the fame that they get on the left, and you look at the right, you would say that should be on the left if that's what she was, if that's what she wanted to be. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, you know, yeah. You probably have more celebrity opportunity available to you if you tow the left wing line. I think that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Candace would be the next Harriet Tubman. I mean, I don't know, she, she'd be the next. <laughs> sure. She'd be the next Harriet Tubman. She'd be at the time woman of the year. She'd have her own show on, on the ABC networks. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, so that, 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 that argument does not fly. And then the next argument that they had against her was an interview that she did with Fatman Scoop. Hmm. He's a rapper. And they did a pretty good interview. And it was on Facebook, but they took it down. And uh, what the, the argument that, fate, that Fatman Scoop was trying to make with her was, Candace, why are you so mean? Candace, <laughs> why are you so tough? Candace, yeah. if you only spoke more nicely, people would like you more. And uh, that's the, what's one of the arguments that liberals make about uh, about conservatives, telling conservatives that you know that they don't have no empathy and that they're living in sin, and that they are the moral ones on the high high ground. And um, Thomas Sowell had a great reply against that. He said that um, life is hard, and I'm just trying to acquaint you with those facts. You know. Yeah. So sure. I I, I don't know that. Uh, that... The the meanest, nastiest people that I've encountered in my life recently are usually self-righteous leftists. <laughs> it's it's very uncommon, actually, that even the most hard right people like, you know, uh -huh. get as fringe as you want on the right. Even those people are, are generally kinder to me in just talking about issues and exchanging ideas. When you get on the wrong side of, of a true dedicated leftist, I mean, you're you're dead uh -huh. to them. You are subhuman if you don't tell the lie. I mean, these people, these people are something else when they uncover you as an ideological dissident, man. Yeah, if they don't treat them like children, if you don't treat people like children, yeah. and um, and let them try and make it on their own way, you're you're considered mean and selfish. Right. And I think and, I think at some point it's not that we shouldn't be kind to one another. I think that we should. Yeah. But it, but it, where is that in the stack of priorities? Because I don't value kindness as much as I value truth. And I don't think anyone mm -hmm. should. If you can tell me the truth meanly. That's more valuable than lying to me kindly. And if their entire worldview and their entire politics is based on kind lies, I'm sorry. I'll mm -hmm. take the the harsh truth every single time. Yes, yeah, so you, you tell the truth when you want to help somebody, and you tell them a lie when you want to help yourself. Correct. So I mean, yeah. a lot, a lot, that's what a lot of people do. Yeah. And then one last one last thing with uh, she did a uh uh. uh a, a talk at a HBCU, a historical black college. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, she was shouted down. She was called all types of names, but she stood there. She made her point. And the curious thing was at the end of the, the, the talk, she sat down and there was a long line of people who wanted to take a picture with her and talk to her. Mm. And this is, this is some of the things that the Republicans don't do. They don't show up. How can you win a boxing match if you don't get in the ring? And a lot of a lot of conservatives, especially the white conservatives, don't get in the ring. They're so scared to be called a white supremacist. You have to, if you are a conservative, you have to get in the ring. You're going to be called names. No matter what, you're going to be called names. Yeah. But you have to stand there and be able to at least throw some punches, 
you know, in order for you to, 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 to win. And black people respond to that. And that is why when Trump, people were wondering why Hispanics, you know, Telemundo, you know, they had the Telemundo poll with, um, when Trump yeah. in, the, in the debate. And they were wondering why, uh, why it was so high. It's because Hispanics and um, especially blacks, we respond to people who fight. Yeah. We are used to people, we like people who fight. And I wish Republic, I wish conservatives were more, were more fighters. It's going to be more marshmallows. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, maybe. I think, so- I think there are a lot of younger conservatives with a fighter spirit. So maybe in the future that'll, that will improve. But I agree that there are a lot of people who are way too, they just make way too many concessions. And I think that they are afraid of being called names, but nobody has ever won an argument by calling someone a name. That's not, yes. that doesn't, yes. you might get them in the moment. But that doesn't win long term. It, it's not actually a a coherent worldview to just call people names. So you got to yeah, just weather I, the storm. Yeah, as I as, as I was saying, you have to. I, I wish I wish wish more conservatives went into the ghetto, went into the hood, mm. and just 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 go show up and just speak and just make your case. That's all. Make your case. Well, you it sounds not, you may going to be shot. We shout it down. It sounds like you uh, you have an opportunity to become an organizer of such things. You got the vision, man. Yeah. Make it happen. Yeah. See if yeah, um, I, I, see if you can. You never know. You never know what can happen when you take the steps to uh, to put it in put it into action. Yeah, I've been thinking about that. Yeah, I've been thinking about that. Well, cool, man. As always, yeah. uh, I, I well, we all enjoy your enthusiasm and your spirit. So keep it coming. Thanks for calling in. All right. All right. Thank you so much. Have a good night. Talk to you. Man. Okay. We can, uh, we can take a couple more. I will take a break at the bottom of the hour and catch up on super chat. Of course, uh, Peter four nine nine is up next. Peter, you're good to go if you're ready. Oh, thank you. Uh, I've watched every, uh, Colin show and every, uh, you know, one of uh, your podcasts. I, I just, Really like your content. Well, um, thanks for uh, tuning in, man. That's quite a feat. I I appreciate that you've stuck around for that long. Yeah. Um, I just have a couple questions. Uh, you said you were interested in law school. What was your LSAT score? Because I think you said you. Uh, I can't remember the exact score. Underwhelming. I can tell you that. I I took it. Um, I took it my senior year of college. So this would have been spring 2010. It might have been fall 2009. Right in there. I forget. But um, not good. I can't remember the exact score though. Okay. I didn't take it then, seriously. Like I didn't study as hard as I should have. I thought that I could wing it more than I was capable of, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then did you, I think you said in one of your videos or in one of the Colin shows that you played dragon age. No, Origins? no, I never have. No, but oh, maybe someone you did say you played KOTOR, right? Yes, that's one of my favorite video yeah. games of all time. Yep. Knights of the uh, Old Republic. I have that. As in the original, not the MMO, not the yeah. you know, not the mm-hmm. sequel, but the original RPG from BioWare. And then I'd say um so would you say that making videos like for your own self-reference is a good reason to start making like YouTube videos or, or something? Like a month ago I sent you like a control question about something I read on Quora and I've just been writing paragraphs of stuff and I've been doing my own research mm-hmm. to like debunk questions or whatever. Yeah. Like, do you think if I made videos that 
basically, even if they're just like notes for myself and that are like fact checking fact checkers or something, sure. that those would be like good thing to get on YouTube, even though you say that like now isn't the time to I, not a good time I, to get on YouTube. I would never that. discourage anyone from making material that they feel compelled to make. No, I mean, if if you sit down and you're making stuff right now and you enjoy that process, keep doing it. That's what it's all about. And it doesn't have to be video or any particular form. I mean, you say you're doing it in text now. Maybe you, maybe you try video and you enjoy doing that. So you do video. Maybe you like doing the text-based stuff you were already doing. So you, you make a website, you, you build it there. Um, the only thing I would, I would always encourage someone to follow their passion. If you've got passion to make it, do it. The, the only thing I discourage people from doing is thinking that like, oh, I'll make a YouTube channel and I will have an audience appear overnight or I will become famous or something uh, overnight. Cause of course it doesn't work that way. And particularly at this moment, building a community and an audience is very, very difficult. But what you're saying there is exactly what I tell every single person who asks me about getting a start in this, in this world is as long as you enjoy the process for its own sake, you should absolutely carry on because you're going to have to do it over and over and over and over and over again. And for me, I enjoy making videos now as much as I did four years ago, even though the YouTube is totally different and Susan medals in a lot of different ways. And that's kind of the point you should, whether you have one person watching or reading or you have a thousand or 10,000 or a million, if you enjoy making it, absolutely make it. Did you have any um, specific questions about video stuff? Oh no. Just like, like I was on an app like a, for memes and all that. Mm-hmm. And I saw a comment about how like, uh, like they basically took a picture of a uh, Politifax, like all of a uh, Tucker Carlson's Tucker Carlson's like fact checks, and I literally just went down through all of them, and like half of them are like straight up just wrong. <laughs> yeah, and I just like yeah, I think it's useful information, and I like being informed. So well, maybe that's, if that's then, if that's what you feel like is is your calling, if you feel passionate about that, I mean, God knows there's not a lot of parody with with fact checkers on the right i don't even like the idea of ideological fact checkers but let's be honest politifact is a left-wing entity there's just no denying it yeah have you thought about maybe you want to build your own fact checker website is that something that would interest you that is interesting but i'm in i'm in law school right now so that's a a process what what year are you um, oh i started just this like so first year, I guess. Oh, so just, weird time to start it. Yeah. Yes, it is. But uh, I'm getting through it. And then one more thing. I just sure. it's 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 more of a statement than a. Uh, so two years ago, Sargon had a Manhattan like, uh, like thing, and there was a Q and A, and uh, I just wanted to, you to know that uh, I'm the person who asked the question if <laughs> you're, if you would ever be on your thing. So you're the guy. You guys. You guys referenced like me, but you didn't actually use a name or anything. I just want. Well, there you go. Well, thank you. Uh, And of course, uh, Sargon, I, I admire his stuff. I still watch everything he makes and uh, I consider him a friend. So perhaps he'll be back, but Sargon is notoriously difficult to uh, to corral. So uh, that's what I've heard from you guys. So thank you. I agree with you. So, so thank Thank you you. for uh, a little, a little, uh, help in that department and of course uh, good luck with law school man congratulations okay, on that thank you. 
Have a good night. You as well. Okay, I am uh, about due for a break. As I said, we'll do. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna shorten the show tonight just because of everything that's going on. Crazy, everything that's crazy in my life right now that needs a little attention. So we'll do another half hour segment of calls after I catch up with uh with super chat quickly here over on Streamlabs. Michael Halligan says, enjoying tonight's show at the hospital. Wife and I welcomed a baby boy. Sucks about your wedding, man. That's BS. Good luck sorting that out and ho- uh, get well soon, blonde. Well, thank you and congratulations. That is awesome to hear. I can't wait to join the club uh, with you. Congrats to you and your wife and all the best for um, for your child, for your new son. Um, yeah, as far as the wedding, it's I'm not quitting. I'm not going to not have my wedding. We're going to have to do the song and dance. We're going to have to we're going to have to put this amount of guests over here and that amount of guests over there. And technically, they're different events. They're not the same. It's just we're going to have to do the bullshit dance. Instead of just having an event as we planned, but I'm not quitting. I'm not folding. I'm getting married and it's going to be an awesome time, but I just, you can't believe the bullshit that's thrown into the process. Sometimes Phil says Jerry Nadler was tweeting earlier that Trump had failed to set the number for how many refugees we would allow in for 2021. So the number defaulted to zero fingers crossed. We can, uh, uh, we can strangle this refugee resettlement industry in 2021. I mean, with all the problems we're facing right now with um, with coronavirus, it, it, it doesn't make sense to me fundamentally that you're going to tell me that as an American, I can't travel to Europe or elsewhere because of coronavirus restrictions. And we have high unemployment, particularly in uh, in blue states in this country. Uh, and, and yet we're going to import a bunch of uh, a bunch of people from foreign countries. And we're going to say that that's not a problem with either coronavirus or economically. I don't understand how they square that circle, but God knows they'll try. Uh, let's see. Okay. Um, D live. We're good. We got uh, chubby stubby and buddy. Thank you guys for supporting the show and I'll check up on YouTube and we'll get right back to calls. See what we got after we navigate Susan's system here. Dying light of the West says an armed society is a polite society. Manners are good when one may have to back up his axe with his life. Robert A. Heinlein. I can, I can confirm. Uh, I've never seen a, a rude person at a gun range. To be honest. I've, I've seen a lot of quiet people, but they're all, they're all very polite. I've never had someone try to start shit at a gun range, nor have I ever tried to start shit at a gun range. Eric Burns Marsh says, happy international podcasting day to the best duo on the internet. Blonde is out. I assume she is mourning the, the passing of Helen Reddy. <laughs> Blonde, uh, Blonde is a little under the weather, but uh, we hope that she gets better. And thank you. I didn't know it was podcasting day, but uh, I appreciate that. Thank you. Joe says, here's 10 English pounds. Sadly, unlike you guys, we have no freedom of speech in the UK anymore. Although, unlike you guys, we can actually speak English properly. Have a great wedding. Thank you. Uh, how Do we have a lot of freedom and liberty in the United States still? I mean, it seems that it can be arbitrarily stolen from you on the whim of some county health board person, for example. So I, I, I would love that to be true, but I have my doubts these days. Eric uh, Burns Marsh also says, Matt, instead of a wedding, you and your lady need to peaceful protest singleness with everyone who wants to in attendance. Hashtag brides lives matter. Yeah. I, I mean, this is the bullshit that we'll have to devise. It's not going to be that, but you're going to have to devise plausible alternative explanations for what you're doing. It's so dumb. Uh, Laurel says, Hey, uh, 
I just had my first co-host on my show and then I come over to Matt's show and he's alone. By the way, the technical stuff with two camera feeds is a nightmare. Much respect for your technical prowess. Well, thank you, Laurel. Um, if you have any questions, if I can help you out, uh, I'm happy to do that. Of course, send me an email anytime. And I can assure you, it's not really that difficult. It's just, uh, it's a question of how good your connection is and how reliable you know, everyone's machines are and stuff like that. It's definitely not too, not too difficult. And I can help you out if you need. Much appreciated. Tori says, uh, California is assembling a task force of university professors to devise a plan on reparations to blacks. I blame... Um, some people I can't, I can't discuss. <laughs> is California going to have reparations panel? Good luck. I mean, if you, if people aren't flooding out of California uh, quickly enough, that will do it. Synax says, can't call in due to work, but the debate was great. It was a real life blood sport, but with politicians instead of Spurgs. Uh, I, I guess, man, I, <laughs> there were, I was entertained at, at parts. Yes. There, but to me, uh, man, I've seen, I've seen, uh, better. I've seen more courtesy in certain blood sport debates, to be honest. Like the, this was, I want to at least hear the points that are being made. And there were many times throughout this debate where I couldn't even understand the points that were being made. I don't enjoy that. Long Dong John said no ping two tonight, Matt missed opportunity. I would have, but uh, she has a friend in town that she um, wanted to go out. Uh, they had a, a, a plan to go out to dinner that I was not aware of. So uh, she couldn't, um, she couldn't flake on this person. So, but perhaps if she's back early, it could be any minute. If maybe she'll have time to, to pop in for a few minutes. Um, Black Magic says we saw the Biden v. Ryan debate back in 2012. Biden knows he has the media echo. Ec- <laughs> he has the media on his side. Dementia patients have moments of amazing clarity. Trump was right to shut him down at every turn. I understand. I, I understand what Trump, I think what the strategy was or what the thinking was. And I also understand that this effectively was a two-on-one debate. So I'm not saying like, oh, it's all Trump's fault. I don't think Trump did as well as he could have though. I think if you give Biden a little more room to tie that noose himself, his points were so incoherent and factually wrong that when Trump actually did that and responded, he looked great. He looked great because he could explain why he's wrong and why Trump is right. And he just looked like a stronger, more energetic guy in comparison when doing it. So just wish he would have chilled it, chilled out just a little and pulled it back. Really, really had an opportunity. Other side of it is you got two more. And I don't think Joe is going to get healthier and more robust. Okay. You can count on him decaying even further. So I, I remember in 2016, as I recall, Trump improved debate by debate by debate. I expect that'll happen this time too. Uh, you're a mask hole says Matt. Why don't you have a million views per video? You're the best thing on the net. Well, I appreciate that very much. And I can tell you why I don't. Susan that would be why uh, Susan wiki wiki is not kind algorithmically to channels like mine back. You can see if you go and look at the trend lines on my channel, Susan implemented a lot of this stuff. May 2019, a year and a half ago, a year and a third ago. Trajectory for my subscribers and views climbing rapidly. Susan flips the switch. I, I change nothing about my content. Same stuff I've always made. Rapid growth turns into trickle. It's because Susan hit the switch. Granted, I'm very, very thankful to have what I have. I love you guys as a community. I love doing this show. I love making my videos. As I said earlier, whether I'm getting five views or five million, I'll make them because I like making them. It is admittedly discouraging, though, to know that there's a thumb on the scale, to know that Susan is restricting the potential of channels like mine. And I don't want to bitch solely on my own behalf because it's not just me. 
There's a lot of talent out there that is being artificially suppressed by Susan WikiWiki and her crew because simply because she doesn't like what they have to say. That's it. And it's a major bummer. Thank you for the kind words. Uh, Daniel Brady says, you are the most logical YouTuber I know. I used to love Sam Harris, but he seems warped by his political leanings recently. What do you think of Sam? I historically have liked Sam uh, on, on issues of religion and philosophy, although I'm more interested in topics of faith now than I was then. That said, I respect Sam as a thinker, less interested in what he has to say on politics. Uh, I, I think that his view of Trump and his endorsement of Hillary, uh, it kind of lost me on. Like, I just, a lot of that stuff is, is silliness to me. So um, I, I don't have any hostility towards Sam. I can't say that I'm a frequent listener either, just because I'm more interested in politics right now. And the interest I have in topics of faith, I, I, I've heard what he has to say, and I appreciate what he has to say. I'm, I'm a little more interested in what people of faith have to say at the moment. So I'm listening to them. Maybe I'll come back to Sam on this topic, though. Uh, thank you. All right, let's hop back into the um, into the callers. We'll give it a half hour or so, and then we will uh, call it a night. Swift is up next. Let's see. Uh, get Swift in here. Swift, you're good to go if you're ready. Get that mic unmuted. And then we got Golden Leaf after that. Let's try Golden Leaf. Golden Leafy there. Okay, give him a second. Stormy is coming up after that. Stormy Patriot, in fact. Stormy, you're good to go if you're ready. Uh, yeah, go for it. Hey, Matt, can you hear me? All right, now <laughs> I've pulled too many of you in. So let's go with what's the order that we had here. Uh, Swift, you're up first. Let's, let's let Swift go and then I'll get to the you other guys, all right? Can you hear me? Yes, sir. You got me? All right, sweet. What's on your mind? Uh, so first couple of things up front. Um, did a shelf disappear in your background? Nope. It's just, um, I think the camera is just at like a slightly different angle because I usually have it in a different spot because we're usually doing a different camera setup, but I have not changed anything. You're just kind of looking at it in a different way. Ah, okay. And the... Uh... Another thing is, what are you drinking? I'm uh, celebrating with a Blue Moon tonight. Blue Moon is uh, is a good choice. I I've always liked that beer. No, I have. Um, we have this like, it, what is this? It's a pack of this strawberry wheat beer from some. I think it's a brewery in Breckenridge. It might even be Breckenridge Brewing, but it, they were selling it for super cheap at the gas station around here. So we tried it out, like an 18 pack. And honestly, I'm not a fan. It tastes like someone dropped a Starburst in a Budweiser. It's not very good, and I oh, see I see why it's so cheap. But we're almost through we're almost through the box, so you know it's drinkable. Yeah, that almost sounds like that should be good. It's not. It's it's plenty drinkable. It just tastes cheap. That's <laughs> that's all I'm saying. You know, it doesn't it doesn't uh, it just it tastes artificial to me. Ah, uh, pity. Maybe it would have been better as a cider. I, I'm a big uh, I'm a big cider fan, man. I, I enjoy them quite a lot. So we we have a fridge full of ciders all the time too. But that cider I like to drink with a meal more than just by itself. Or after a hot day or a long run. Sure. But yeah, it's definitely good with food. All right, so on to the sort of more business side of things. 
I think the media likes to think of itself as this fourth establishment. Hmm. I think a plain reading of the First Amendment would actually indicate that a lot of the language that uh, conservative and independent commentators use in reference to the media concedes ground we don't need. Uh-oh, you still... I, think the dis- I, I lost you for a second. Okay. You're saying when we refer to them oh, as okay. the media, that concedes ground? Is that what you're saying? Correct. I think there's an important distinction. I'm just offering this as an idea because mm-hmm. I think this is a piece of strategic messaging that would make sense if mm-hmm. people think it makes sense. The first is that the media, as we commonly understand it, is really big media. And by big media, I mean any would-be press that tries to essentially leverage its influence using the power of politics or the government over its competition. And the second distinction being independent media or indie media, which you certainly fall into, is essentially that is what the First Amendment was intended to protect. The rights of the people to engage in that kind of public speech activity as well as their own private speech Mm -hmm. in a public forum. So what would the what terminology would you want to apply to what we currently call the media? What would be the term you would use? Big media. Just big media. Okay. Just like yeah, just like big ag, big gas. I think of anything that's sort of labeled that way. Yeah. Is the key part of it that I think people connect with is and I don't think it's a distinction folks really think about is that the reason why it's big is because it's using the government to achieve its ends hmm. rather than, so basically it's resorting to force rather than persuasion. So we're not going to have a conversation with you or even entertain the idea you have anything to say to us. We're just going to leverage the government and our cronies in power to exclude you as a competition. And I think independent media are the media sources that are willing to have the conversation without resorting to the government. It's like, hey, we're going to exclude these voices from the conversation. We're just going to say that, hey, it's an open marketplace for ideas uh be whatever background you want to be and you pitch your ideas but we're not going to try to shut you down yeah yeah i think that's fair um but yeah i i I generally agree with what you're expressing did you have any more thoughts on the issue no that's that's really the kind of the two the two big pieces i'm just kind of bounce it off of you by the way shout out to blonde Sorry we missed you. Yeah, I'm sure I'm sure, sure she'll be back in uh, full Fuhrer force sooner rather than later. Um, but yeah, yeah, I, uh, I, think, I think there's truth to what you're saying, and I think people are, are sympathetic to that. My only, my only worry in just uh, being, too term, being too specific with terms is it just, um, I don't know, it just, it just bogs you down, man. People want, people want to be able to speak quickly and easily, and when you have to be that specific, it makes things a little, a little tougher. Uh, I mean, I think, I guess what I'm saying is I think when people say the media, it's kind of implied or understood that it means big or corporate or, or, um, large establishment, you know, like when people say the media, I I don't think anybody thinks a guy on YouTube. Right. But the guy on YouTube is really your press and media as well, but in the independent variety constitution. Yeah. I, th- I think that probably makes a lot more sense with like folks that are paying attention to this sphere and this dialogue. We understand sort of that nuance. But I think the average person on the street, when 
refer to and complain about the media, the media positions itself as being the self-appointed fourth establishment of the Constitution. It's like, no, that amendment was intended to articulate the rights of the people, not some fourth establishment that gets to exclude the people from that kind of conversation. I, d I think the average Joe and Jane on the street hear yeah. the media and just think, well, they're media. Everyone else is just this, you know, non-vetted, non-professional, biased source. And it's like, right, oh. right. Yeah, it is interesting how outlets like CNN can simultaneously uh, claim that they stand up for a free press and they're the thin line between uh, Trump and tyranny or something like that. When in reality, uh, a huge a huge part of their work is things like threatening to dox people over memes, <laughs> you know, things like trying to discredit yep. people with different points of view as extremists. So the point you're making, um, I don't think that that changes the freedoms to which they're entitled to, but it does question their the the degree to which they fit in this fourth estate that you're describing. And the whole thing's a fraud. The whole thing is a joke. Oh yeah, it's totally a fraud. But essentially, I think, what would it be? An ad hominem attack, yeah. what they've resorted to, to tear sure. down their competition. And then to sort of leverage down on the government or their policy arms. Like this whole debate thing was kind of what brought this to the surface for me. That was like, you would think Fox as authoritarian, maybe establishment Republican in sympathy would have been the most sympathetic you would expect that Trump can expect in a moderator. Yeah. And that yeah. didn't happen. At We're least, not going to see him get treated any better. Well, at least at this next one, it's going to be audience questions or like voter questions. So maybe. But yeah, I agree that in general, the like big media moderators are not are not going to. They're probably not going to get better than Wallace, which is a scary prospect considering his performance uh, last night. But anyway, man, I got to let you go. Thank you for the thoughts. Oh, outstanding. Great talking to you. Yeah. Hope Juan gets better. Yeah. Thank Talk you guys man. later. Have a good night. All right, bye. Uh, Golden Leaf is up next. You there, man? Yeah, can you hear me? Yes, sir. What's on your mind? Um, I just wanted to ask how your day was. It's been a while since I've been on. <laughs> oh, I've had a hell of a day, actually. Um, no, we. Uh, I, I have to take care of some wedding logistics stuff tomorrow, so we're out of here very, very early. So I've been working to make another video today on my debate thoughts that will be posted early tomorrow morning. And as I'm scrambling to get that work done. I get the call about this wedding situation and I'm like, there's just, you know, everything being thrown at me <laughs> at once. But that's what being an adult is. You got responsibilities to assume on a moment's notice. So uh, I'm going to look at it as a, uh, a challenge to navigate rather than a reason to be uh, re a reason to have my spirits broken. Unless you're a lefty, you call your local governor for help. Well, uh, if I call my local governor, he'll probably ban my wedding more than <laughs> 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 and uh then if i just say nothing um yeah so uh i i just you know it, it's just a lot of people throwing bullshit at people's lives and um county it, I, again i don't want to frame this as just me because i'm in a spot that a lot of people are in what we're talking about is people at a county government level on a power trip throwing wrenches into people's lives events and developments in their lives they've spent months or maybe even a year planning and you're just going to, you're going to absolutely wrench it on a two week notice because you've decided on a whim that it's too scary to have this. 
I, I have no respect for these people. I think that if you're the sort of person who would do that, I, I honestly think you're just a bad person. I think you're awful. I think if you want to destroy people's lives based purely on your, not destroy people's lives, but destroy major pieces of their lives that they've worked at length to build because you have some whim that makes you scared, uh, stay home. Fuck off. There, I fixed it. <laughs> Anything else, the arbitrary control of other people's lives like this, I think is a moral failure. I think these people are bad. Yeah, I definitely agree. Yeah, it's only going to be inevitable until people snap in and protest in their buildings, or they have done that already. Oh, they will! They will be more. getting a stern letter from me when this is all over. Rest assured. <laughs> or a nice little uh, light brown paper bat, or yeah, paper bag that's on fire. I will not commit. I will not commit any <laughs> crimes or in- acts of intimidation. I will be just like that guy at the church outside in Idaho where I will say very strongly, I respectfully disagree. And here's why. Now, what I do want to what I seriously want to do is send these people a letter and say, listen, you threw this sack of bullshit at us. All we did was change things in this stupid way that accomplished nothing. Guess what? We still had our event and all you did was try to ruin it. It did nothing. You guys suck. It's going to be something like that. I'll explain how their whims actually accomplish nothing. And it's a huge waste of time. Of course I got to get married before I do that priorities. <laughs> so yes. maybe that's a honeymoon activity. Type up the letter <laughs> of how angry I am, but, uh, but these people need to know, I mean, we're faceless. We're faceless people getting married. All of our guests are faceless guests. They don't know who we are, but I want them to hear from me, the person. So they know exactly what fuckery they're doing in an, in a real person's life in a real person's life. And I want them to think to each and every one of their marriages and how important it was to them and how much that event meant to them. And imagine if some jackass in county government just claim it, just walked in and said, Hey, that's a nice wedding. You got there. Be a shame if someone just started <laughs> wrenching it. That's what they're doing. Okay. I don't, tr- I don't, in my opinion, Be I don't shame think if you weren't social, distances right i i don't consider those people any different than if someone showed up at my wedding and just started i don't know hacking up the flowers with a hedge clippers or grabbing fistfuls of cake and eating it all right this is not your event you're not gonna fuck with it fuck you and fuck off and if you think that you're gonna i'm sorry you're a bad person you are it's not your event this is not your property you have nothing to do with it if you don't like it stay the hell away from it other than that leave us alone because we've been working on this for a long time these people, I want them to think about that and in what other context they would consider themselves a good person for not just wedding crashing, wedding destroying. Welcome. You should have another segment, man. It's just called Matt just vents his frustration for 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah, you and can, people listen. You can tell I'm a little fired up on this one. Obviously, I have an investment. But again, it's not just me. It's everyone's wedding across this country. It's every funeral for every grandma and grandpa or whomever that you weren't able, able to attend. I am not going to sit here and be lectured about how I can't have more than 50 people at my wedding dinner while you have massive funerals like, like for heroes like George Floyd. I'm not going to do this will, bullshit. What are we doing as a country? Uh, it, it's, I will also say I had a uh, conversation with my boss about uh, the Kenosha. And he still firmly believes that he just traveled state lines just to kill people. <laughs> well, that guy's lost. No, no, that's literally what he's, yeah. that's literally what he's saying. He's like, he was just there just to shoot people. And I looked at him 
who would go shoot people with medical gloves as they're shooting? <laughs> well, the, the line was supposed- he was trying to conceal his fingerprints on the gun. That's what they said. Well. <laughs> Did you see in the debate, that- Chris Wallace's premise on this whole white supremacist thing was that white supremacists were partially responsible for the violence in Kenosha. Who the hell were the white supremacists in Kenosha? What is he talking about? No idea. Uh, this is interesting. Where we live. <laughs> so I can't wait to. Uh, I don't know if they're going to set a. Qu- need to know the uh, Kyle Rittenhouse. Because I tell you, I'm going to be like a fly on the wall. I wish I could be just to hear this proceeding. Yeah, no because doubt. I saw this. I saw a news. Kyle Rittenhouse lawyers is that Kyle is a patriot. And I looked at him like. Kinda is. <laughs> he is. He is. He is. Absolutely. I'm like, I, I literally, and my boss literally thinks like all he did was like shoot like out into the crowd. I'm like, no, he didn't. Yeah, he's a mass he shot shooter. At the people who harmed him. Yeah. He shot at the people who harmed him. All right, he never shot the open. He accurately hit his marks. And I said, what about that skateboard guy? Well, he just hit a skateboard. I'm like, yeah, but he also tried to grab his gun, and that's a bad thing. You never rush a guy. Yeah, Who you gotta a be a damn idiot. Fucking skate, a fucking skateboard. Unless you're like, oh, what's his? Oh, Agent Forty Seven, where he just throw a tennis ball at somebody and knock him out at terminal velocity, <laughs> and you're not gonna do anything. Yeah, it's it's stupid. Like people, I don't know what their mindset was. Maybe they thought they were here. But my, th- why is there still no court case or about? felon with the gun i, I don't think like, well, i don't think he's a convicted felon is why i i think that the, i don't think he was ever convicted think, and here's the well, other this, side and i'll have to let you go after this but the other side on gage grosskreutz however you say his name is that if they were to charge him if, arm shot off if they were to charge him with any crime related to this it does damage to the idea that kyle rittenhouse is a criminal because it gives credibility to the idea that Kyle Rittenhouse was defending himself. So to the extent I mean, they've they picked never... Kyle as the criminal, they can't really charge the other people as criminals because that would undo the prosecution against Kyle. I don't know. Left was really terrible at choosing martyrs. They either have a pedophile or a career criminal. <laughs> yeah. Really, uh, yeah. Rocking a hard place for them to this. Well, I mean, I'm, I mean, if it was a pet and poll about who they would choose, I would say 50 bucks on pedophile and I would... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I gotta let you go, oh, man. Thank, thank you for um, being my psychologist for the night. <laughs> I mean, I'll be on your uh, the meetup thing or the that monthly thing you always have. Yeah, I'll probably have those after the wedding, so late in October. But I will yeah, do. I, yeah, I missed. I missed. I had like other stuff going. Sure. I really wish we'll catch you then, it. man. Have a good night. Oh, quick news: CCW license. Ah, good for you. I'll hear. I'll hear about it then. Congratulations. All right, take care. Yep. See ya. Uh, Stormy Patriot, thank you for your patience. If you're there, go ahead and uh, chime in. Hello, Matt. What's on your mind? Hey, first time caller, long time listener. Oh, awesome. Well, thanks for calling in. Yeah, um, I got two things. Um, an absentee ballot story for you? Ooh. Or... Okay, I'll start with that. All right, we'll have to um, be quick on two, but yeah, I'm, I'm interested. Hey. Okay, so I live uh, near the swamp in, in Virginia, mm-hmm. and I went to my mailbox, um, put it up, and there's an absentee ballot. 
addressed to you or addressed to someone else? Addressed to someone else. <laughs> okay. Do you know who uh, it is? Somebody. Um, so I guess, you know, we can call this a mix up, an honest mistake mm-hmm. by somebody in the post office. It was the same street number, uh, different, different street. Okay. But, um, I can get very conspiratorial, I guess, you know, it's a little suspicious. Why this piece of mail? Why? Well, there's that. But even if you don't want to get conspiratorial and it's just the postal workers mistake, that happens to me all the time. I would say once a month I get a, a letter or a piece of mail in my mailbox for one of my neighbors. And what do I do? You know, I just, I either put it back in the box for the mail person or if, you know, if the house is close by, I just drop it at that person's house. But that's a problem if it's ballots, right? I, I mean, I could, I could say, sweet, bonus vote. Fill it out and send it in. Yeah, I guess so. And, and well, so that's what I did. I took it over to that, uh, that house. I didn't know this person. And then, yeah. you know, um, why? Yeah, so I felt very awkward, in fact. You know, like, why should I have to take this piece of mail, which is a ballot, yeah. to somebody else's? <laughs> yeah. Very interesting. All right. What what uh, what was your other thought? Oh, um, yeah. So this is the debate thing with the um, white supremacist um, failed to condemn or whatever you call it. Yeah, man. What a what, spectacle! What, they, what is this crap? Where they they will state that somebody failed to condemn. I, I don't, I don't, I don't quite get it, but yeah. the thought that I had was that you know, there was this rumor about how um, the questions or something, it just seemed very odd that this, um, the way this went down and the video that came out right away, with, with Kyle in it. I couldn't believe, I mean, I can't believe uh, Biden's, first of all, if Trump not condemning white supremacy is a, is a scandal, Biden not condemning Antifa is also a scandal. But what I'll talk about this in the video I post tomorrow, but what I can't believe is how we're going to act like the premise behind Chris Wallace's question is sane or sensible in any way. He asked, will you condemn the white supremacists who are contributing to the violence in Portland and Kenosha? Who the hell are these people? Who is that? Who are the white supremacists in Portland and Kenosha? I'm not aware of any. And the Proud Boys, Joe Biden just tosses in the Proud Boys. I don't know that much about the Proud Boys, but I know they're not white supremacists because they have an Afro-Cuban leader. And I don't think they're that violent because I've never seen them attack anybody. I know they had that scuffle in New York outside the Gavin McInnes event. That was Antifa. Watch the footage. That That is basically mutual combat. That is two gangs essentially meeting each other and fighting. The Proud Boys are not attacking people on the street in the way that Antifa is. Anyway, you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Yeah. Uh, I'll give you a closing thought before I let you go. Well, I, I did hear that, um, I guess, uh, Kyle's lawyers are, are demanding that, uh, that Biden's campaign act that video. Oh, yeah, the, that's right. There was a campaign ad that 
did it outright state Kyle Rittenhouse as a white supremacist or did it just did it just show a picture of him and say it or what was the context? Uh, it may it, it, so the tweet, I guess the tweet said something about um, you know, to condemn white supremacists and, and Kyle's image appears in the video. Yeah, that's that's uh, they might have a defamation case on that for sure. We'll see. They're the lawyers. They, they can tell us. All right, man. Thanks a lot. Yeah, thank you. Have a good uh, good night. Okay, I will take a few more here before we call it a night. Mustache Asian. Let's see here. I'm going to go. I'll take three. I'll go Mustache Asian, Big Dick Willie, Frank Underwood. Those will be my three, but sit tight if you're on the cusp, because if I don't uh, have those guys ready, I will move down the line. And then we will uh, call it a night, guys. Thanks for hanging out with me. Mustache Asian, you're good to go. Give him a second. Big Dick Willie, one of the finer names in the server. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. What's on your mind? Oh, yeah. So, like, uh, yeah, regarding Virginia, like, from the last guy. Yeah, I almost got a job. I almost took took the offer of a job in Virginia and then decided against it. Was this recently? Recent, very recent. Because I know you were thinking about, or didn't didn't you have an issue? Did you lose your job the last time we talked to you? I can't remember. Yeah, I lost my job, um, and uh, I almost accepted an offer in Virginia. Mm. But the issue was that it was uh, like the nature of the work is different. There's more engineering. It's not exactly why I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, as 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 I was trained, I do industrial design, but I don't do men- engine uh, like uh, piping design for aircraft carriers. Like this job was for it was a piping design for aircraft carrier. Okay. And, and so, yeah, so I, and also because family is in Seattle mm-hmm. and it's difficult for me to, I guess, like, I, I don't know, just leave with my parents in, yeah, and I don't know what will happen on, on November, in November, yeah. right? So, yeah, it's like, I feel like a little irresponsible to leave them by themselves, even though they don't. Oh, you're worried about know. just like social unrest and stuff. Like if Seattle social goes unrest, crazy. Yeah. Go crazy. Yeah. 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 I'm not, I don't know. Like I can't predict it, but. I feel like it's kind of my job as a, a son to at least stay, stick around. For sure. Are they in a safe place or are they in a spot that you're really worried about? Or we are kind of in the transitional zone mm-hmm. between kind of like downtown and then the, and then the further suburb mm-hmm. up north, right? I would be more comfortable if I move like five, mile, five miles north yeah, at least. And I don't particularly trust a lot of the neighbors. You know, because a lot of, I, you can see on the lawn, you can tell who they are mm-hmm. by their signs and things like that. So, you know, it's difficult to, um, yeah, to, to judge like who to trust, yeah. like, even with next door neighbors. So, yeah. So, I mean, I guess the line would be just at your, at your house, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. well, what's your plan? You think you're just going to kind of sit tight until the election then? Or are you trying to get a job in Seattle or what, what's the aim? I'm trying to look around at least closer to Seattle in mm-hmm. general. Like, I mean, even if just next state, but it's, it's difficult because Seattle is kind of a hub, like, you know, San Francisco, like sure. LA as design hubs. But uh, yeah, so we just have to figure that out. But I think I probably would, would be past an election before I could even probably get any progress or hear back from other companies I'd apply to, but all right. Well, so yeah, all the best, uh, man. I, yeah. I, I, I'm hoping the best yeah. for you. And I know it's a, God, it's a, it's a tough yeah. spot, all circumstances considered, but to try to try to be finding a job and potentially moving around and 
as as I've been talking about, I know the stress of trying to figure things out in this particular moment. So yeah, I I, I hope the best for you, dude. Thanks. Yeah. Good luck. So also re- regarding like you know like when they talk about you, when you, uh, last Sunday, you were saying or I uh, was a. a Chick or mink, right? <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm Taiwanese. Sorry so about that one. I didn't out. get a C no, word pass no. from you. <laughs> no, it's fine. No, I, I'm from Taiwan, so I think I maybe called twink. Oh, they don't count. Like they don't follow no. fall under the C word umbrella. Oh, well, at least we don't consider ourselves to be. The but. CCP probably <laughs> doesn't think you count. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, the CCP would think that yeah, that we were a part of them, obviously. And yeah. right now, they are having some tensions too. Yeah. And uh, my my parents were kind of worried because they might start. I don't know. I don't know. If they would start fighting whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you can never predict. So yeah. All right, man. Okay. Well, All have right. a good night and good go. luck. All right, you too, man. All right. Okay, Big Dick Willie is up next, Mister Willie. You're good to go if you're ready. Oh, hey. Sorry, one second. Let sure. Me switch. I'm not sure you're ready. Okay, can you hear me? Yeah. What's on your mind? Okay, great. So. Well, the first thing I wanted to say is my, my girlfriend. I have a girlfriend now. I don't know if you remember me, but Big Dick Willie got a girlfriend. I remember and the she name. Is, yeah. yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> that's, that's all that I expected. Yeah. Um, she is a teacher for special needs. And oh. I just have to say out to all the parents listening, do something for your teachers because they are really going through it right now. Holy crap. Like they didn't make any online material for her and she has half of her class online. Half of her teachers are mad that kids are wearing masks, half aren't, and she has just become the front man because before it wasn't easy to reach the teacher, but now they have like direct access to her and she's just become the front man to receive the complaints from all the teachers and her workload, her workload easily tripled because of Corona and, and she's just getting shit on. So if you have, if you have kids, do something nice for your teachers, uh, you know, get them a gift card or something, just please throw some love at your teachers because they are going through some really hard times right now. Hmm. Anywho, I just wanted to get that out of the way. Sure. Uh, the main thing I wanted to call in, I have to complain about my work. Holy crap. So remind um, me what you do. <laughs> I got a new job. A um, new I'm a software developer. Finally, a software developer has been the dream job. It's for a really small company, which is awesome, but they are so openly political at work, Ugh. which I hate. Okay. And they're the type of political where it's like, we're all really smart here, right? So we all share the same opinion. So I'm just going to talk about my stuff. I have never seen Trump living in people's heads rent free more than this. <laughs> really? They check his Twitter. Yeah, they check his Twitter like every hour. Um, I've never heard more anti-America stuff being spieled. Like, like when Trump came out and said that we're going to change curriculum to be more pro-America, immediately they were like, "Yeah, whitewashing and gentrification." And it's like, "Oh yeah, like what?" Like, uh, and today, um, Coinbase, their company that sells cryptocurrency, oh, yeah, the CEO Coinbase. came out. Yeah, uh, the CEO came out and said, we are going to remain apolitical. And if you don't like that, we have an exit package for you. Sweet. Sounds good to me. And I read, yeah, right. I read that out loud and my boss went, wow, that's harsh just because there are so many jobs right now. Like, it's like, dude, they're not, he's not firing people. Like, I can't believe that someone actually has the opinion that, that a company can't be apolitical. He literally argued that by saying nothing, you are being political. Yeah, it's like you're sticking uh, with the status quo. If you're not anti-racist, oh you are racist. It's like a flavor you're, you're, of that. Yeah, yeah, you're with us or you're against us, and and I just don't know what to do at this point. I mean, when I first came in, I tried to argue with them, but they just would not budge, and they spout the most like just 
like cookie cutter like propaganda like they even still after all the facts came out about brianna taylor uh still called the cop a murderer that they shot her when she was sleeping of and course yeah. mind you like yeah. all of this stuff is is happening at work like there's i i just don't well, know what to do so i, I yeah i was gonna yeah, ask go what what's your plan because it sounds like you have strong opinions on this are you gonna grin and bear <sighs> it are you gonna say something what what are you thinking well, I'm kind of in a tough spot because I finally am officially a software developer and I want to get that yeah. those time that time on my resume, especially because I never went to college. Um, so I can't really quit. I've only been there for a few months. Um, Plus, it looks bad if you do. That's the thing I hate to exactly. tell you is that, I mean, if it's your dream job and if you bail on mm -hmm. it and you have that this weird thing on your resume or you have to omit it from your resume, that's a ding on you. Um, and so I, I'm just hoping that like maybe after the election they'll calm down, but I, I highly <laughs> doubt it. So at this point, like, well, it's a I small company though. You said, right. I mean, you might have a real shot to move up if you do good work. Um, actually, no, the, the person above me is the CTO. Like that's how small it is. So, well, but all it takes in that case, all it takes <laughs> is a person leaving and you might be in a real leadership position. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, We'll see what happens, but right now my plan is just I just be quiet. Like if it, they will immediately turn any conversation political, yeah. and I just stop responding. I think I <laughs> and, think that's the wise play. Oftentimes play. leave the room. As unsatisfying yeah. as that is, man, you know you got a new job doing what you want. That's huge. You have a real opportunity uh -huh. to move up. That's huge. And if you do, you might be in a position to change this to be something that's more productive, something that's more along yeah. the lines of what you're looking for. It's just crazy to me. I'm I'm in Utah. You wouldn't expect oh, it. Oh man. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, after working here, I'm leaving. I'm leaving Utah. I'm going to Idaho. I can't like if this is how things are now, what are things gonna be? Well, they're like already in ruining years? Idaho. You're gonna have to meet me in Wyoming, dude. That's... Oh my goodness. There's <laughs> there's nothing in Wyoming. That's the point. That's why it's awesome. Oh my gosh. I'll see you there. That's not... <laughs> I, yeah. I gotta let right. you go. But thank you, man. Good Talk good luck and congrats. See ya. Thanks. See ya. Okay, let's see. Uh, Frank, we'll get Frank in here if Frank is still around. Mr. Frank, you there? Give him a second. And hey, Matt. hey, what's on your mind, dude? Well, not much. I just wanted to share like a concept I got from watching a David Icke video okay. a couple of days ago. Yeah. So it's the, the concept of problem, uh, crisis, solution. Okay. So basically, think of yourself as some, some globalist uh, puppet master boogeyman. So you have some kind of, uh, of policy you want to enact. Mm -hmm. So the way you do it, that your policy is the solution. So then you first you take either an existing problem or you, you manufacture one. Yeah. Then you have the then you have the media whip it up into a crisis so that people want want it just to be solved. Sure. And then you introduce your solution. Right. So at least for me it's it like it, it fits with so with uh, with a lot of things that happened like in the last few years. Basically it fits with COVID. Yeah. Fits with uh, George Floyd. It's what yeah. they tried to do with the with the jogger, and like even the the even if you go a little bit back to like the Iraq War or something, you know, it's uh, it also fits. So I don't know, like 
what what do you think is it just is it a, a good model or is it just like yeah like yeah well I, I can't deny that i think particularly with coronavirus uh that that at best best case scenario i think that this has been politically maximized to achieve a whole host of ends in reducing fundamental american liberty not just in practice that is to say the freedom we all enjoy going about our business in the way we see fit but our view of it the way that this has changed or maybe it had already changed and i didn't realize it but the way that americans no longer seem to value that spirit of freedom and that spirit of personal liberty and that spirit of making decisions for yourself and having responsibility for yourself I, I can't go as far as to say that these things are inventions, but to the point that you're making, I think there are forces that look at potential crises and maximize them to achieve the sort of ends you're talking about. I, 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 I would say that I've never been more tinfoily in my life on, on topics like that. <laughs> well, well, like uh, Ike, uh, he, he makes the, the point that you, you don't need to manufacture the, the crisis yeah. outright. It's, it's better. Like, if you're going to lie, it's better to to base uh, your lie in, in some uh, in some kind of truth, you know. Yeah, you got to have something to refer back to that is like a real event. Although, I mean, honestly, no, there was there was seem real there least. was a while where it, I was watching like watching those George Floyd body double videos or dummy videos, <laughs> like really really getting into that a little bit, you know. So I dabble in the outright fakery too. I mean, some of this stuff is just unbelievable. And and you know at least for me with like the the Floyd thing it like it, it proved to me how much still the the power that the the, the mainstream media has. Oh yeah, like it, they it, really it, do. It's, and that's it's, yeah, it's unsettling. It, it's like just a, a total total brainwashing operation, like like MK uh, Ultra stuff. Hmm. I haven't gone down that uh, rabbit hole too far. I need to though. Well, if you if you if you want to just just look into 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 Sisyphor. like read about it. Read into what what was That's the term? Sisyphorn. What's that? It's basically it's basically like like um like uh, hypnotic elements like like thrown into into porn to make make oh. the eyes turn into into homos and trannies. <laughs> It, it's like some totally crazy Alex Jones. You're speaking my language, man. This, holy cow. Yeah, there's some stuff it, I need to check it out. Turn the man gay, you know? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, man. I appreciate the thoughts. Uh, always good to hear from you. Yeah, yeah. Have a good one. See you around, and, uh, and my best regards to Blonde, whatever she is. Doing. Well, thank you. I'm sure she'll be all right. We look forward to having her back Sunday. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay, just because I feel bad and I know I've left our friend Bill hanging once before, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk to Bill before I, I call it a night on callers. Bill, you there? Yes, sir, I sure am. I knew I cut you off at the line once recently, so I'm not going to do it again. Dude, you, you've cut me off at the line so many times. Yeah. <laughs> it is very trendy for me. I, I, if I did it again, line. I feel like you would, you would think that I was doing it on purpose, so I don't have the heart. No. Yeah. Hey, man. I mean, we're we're buddies and whatever. Um, it is what it is. You got a show to run and you have things going on. Don't so, we all, though? Uh, you know, I know I, that I'm uh, a little bit bitchy tonight, but uh, don't we all? Everyone, <laughs> everyone is in this bullshit and having just just nonsense thrown at them every single day. Today's my turn. Dude, I've had it with mass. 
I'm like, I, I respect the business wants me to wear a mask, but my governor here in West Virginia, which is bullshit, by the way, mm. wanting us to wear a mask. But I'm at the point, like, I see so many people not wearing them, walking into businesses. I'm just like, okay, screw it. Yeah. You know, and um, a lot of times I would go in with it on, just pull it down because I just wear a handkerchief. That's what I do. Yeah. But yeah, but it, it, it's so ridiculous um and of course you're wanting stuff like i i had a cousin his dad died like right at the beginning of these lockdowns uh-huh. and unfortunately my father was able to work with some local ministers to get a, a place to have the funeral good but wow. right but otherwise it wouldn't have happened and then my wife and i went out to washington the other month for her friend's wedding that kind of got delayed much like what you're experiencing now yeah so all of this is just so insane for something that essentially kills almost nobody. I know the excess mortality has gone up to some degree, but what aren't we, you know, or, or what's not being counted in all of this? Right. And, right? and, and the big question on excess mortality too, is it would be unwise to assume those are all coronavirus, but we also know that deaths of despair uh, are increasing in many different ways. Suicides, drug overdoses, all that stuff. Well, and, and what is counted as coronavirus as far as what's on the books? I mean, yeah. I um, on the channel I started up, you know, I I made a video on this. I Every now and again, we'll, we'll do like a coronavirus kind of update thing. Yeah. And going through the data, and I was looking at Greece. So Greece had like 200 cases all of a sudden. And so they might have to lock back down and just <laughs> stupid yeah. stuff like this. Yeah. In a country of 10 million people, 300 have died. Yeah. It, like, what is going on other than tyranny? Yeah. So, well, that, um, that's why it's hard not to be cynical about this sort of thing. Remember when they said, like, oh, just wear masks for two months and this thing will go away. Um, I'm looking at my watch and it's been more than two months of masking here in Montana. And we were late to the mask game. We didn't have it until mid-July. Well, I mean, come on, Matt. I mean, flatten the curve, two weeks to slow the spread, yeah. all that, all that. And yeah, I mean, I, didn't, I actually didn't call to talk to you about coronavirus, but whatever. I know, I know I'm last caller, so it is what it is, but it's just ridiculous. And we are seeing an extra extraordinary amount of um, tyranny on the U.S. We we have Biden. Look, I think the, the debates were like a neutral thing, but we have Biden like basically reading off news headlines in in the debates yeah. that are debunked he talked about trump's 750 dollars tax return which was debunked within the new york times own article <laughs> and, and, and he's like that's my talking point yeah i'm just gonna throw at you the fake news and it, it was pretty clear he had a lot of that stuff memorized like even the antifa thing yeah. He went straight to this line about how Trump's FBI director, Christopher Ray had said that Antifa is an idea rather than an organization, which is a pretty rough characterization of what was actually said. But that, but the point that you're making is true in that case too, that he had been basically programmed. If this input here is the output, he had a whole right. series and of Trump, those that were rehearsed lines. Absolutely. And, and and Trump did not do the best job. Although I, I do, I, I think I get what he was going after and that was to, um, split Biden between the moderate base and the far left. Yeah. Um, but yes, he could have been much better 
in any case, anyone talking about moving anywhere in the Midwest, like screw that. Come to West Virginia. Hmm. We got mountains. We got countryside. We got almost. There's only a, a, a 1.8 million people living here, man. Yeah. And um, I, I've been looking at land, so I'm looking at moving a few counties over or something like that. And it is extremely cheap to Good. get uh, a lot of acreage. And I'm really, I've been talking to my wife a lot lately, of being dead set on getting some acreage, homesteading, living mm. off the land, hunting, fishing, planting gardens. Yeah, we'll need to buy supplies, but... um. Just like get off the freaking grid, people. That sounds appealing to me, man. At at this point in my life, when I look at the equation between do I want house or land, if I have to decide how to spend money, uh, land sounds more appealing. You know, I'd rather build something nice and modest on uh, a nice plot of land that I can call my own and do what I want on it than have, uh, you know, a mansion with no lawn to speak of. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm, I'm like straight ready to go Ted Nugent on everything. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but I, I, I did tell, uh, so um, I did tell Tank that I would plug our show. Sure. Uh, so the ends justify the memes. We just got off streaming on D Live right before you guys started. Hmm. Um, and we were talking about like the police and police reform tonight, which I would have brought up with you, but whatever. Like, go over there if you guys want it replays on d lives ends underscore justify underscore memes or um replay on youtube the ends justify the memes and then also have my own little channel that's growing speaking of which uh that's called all minus one um but speaking of which i got ratioed the other day really hard for bringing up ron paul's death made a two-minute video what did you say and i didn't see the video I'll send it to you man but it, it is literally like the most milk toast thing like oh you know like i um, Ron Paul had a stroke, you know, live and we, we, I see these doing better now. And like my wife and I actually extended family friends. We know a grandson of his and, um, we, we were basically like, or I was basically like, oh yeah, like hopefully he's doing well. It's a big guy in the Liberty movement. Help wake me up out of this two party system uh-huh. nonsense. And, uh, just like people were like, super hateful i mean it's the interwebs whatever well, what were they, they mad like 5, about views so <laughs> wow well that's that's kind of catching a wave these days man that's uh that's, yeah, yeah 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 i mean it hasn't helped as far as uh, su- subscribers or anything like that well what were they mad so, about it, real quick like what was, was the general what was the general summary of the anger why were they mad i have no idea hmm. someone said i talk like a robot so i don't know so it must have just um, been that you caught a little <laughs> bit of the algorithm and you got new eyes and those eyes were they just they were expecting one thing and they got another or something. Right. One guy was like, I wasted my time. Where's the video? And <laughs> these, okay. I'm so these like, aren't clearly, they're not your audience. They're just random people who got pushed to this by Susan or something. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That seems to be the point. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, Cause my channel's little, like all, again, all minus one is what I do. Um, but I have like 70 subscribers and, and, and don't get me wrong. I gain about, five to ten subscribers per week i'm just pumping out material it's got to start somewhere dude it's got to start somewhere yeah yeah no i know i know and i've been wanting to do it forever i just haven't and uh you know like you say it's not about getting famous or whatever it's it it really it's just about having a voice sure man it's about you build your own little community you get your own little corner of the internet and that's that's what i'm so thankful to have is you know our own our own little humble home 
And then, uh, and that's when it gets the most fun when you have people, you know, in your community, much like the friendship that we've been able to build. Yeah, man. Cause I mean, we've been talking, especially when I did, uh, um, what was it? Patreon for years with you guys. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. We've been talking for many years privately and yeah. And whatever else. And, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I absolutely, I know if I came to Montana, I could hit you up and be like, Hey, let's go have a beer. I would hope that you would. I'd be mad if you didn't. Oh no, I absolutely would. And and you are who you are, Matt. Yeah. Like that I think a lot of people don't don't understand that. I always perceive that of you. But who you are on air is who you are. I would hope person. so. Yeah. And I would hope the yeah. people that come through town and, and meet me would say the same. I trust that they would. But yeah, I think I think that's so crucial for anybody doing this sort of thing is uh if if you're faking, the the fakery will be exposed. The the front will expire. So you better not fake it. Yes, I agree. And and I'm all about you said something earlier in the stream tonight about being uh truthful and authentic versus telling the lie kind of yeah. thing. And I I, I yeah, uh, versus sparing someone's feelings. And I'm the same way. Like I'm sorry, I'd rather be truthful and hurt your feelings than just tell you a freaking lie so you can feel good about yourself. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank yeah. you, man. But anyways, man, I'll leave it there because yeah. I know you, you have to get going. So all the best with your show. It's good to hear from you. Yeah, man. Uh, great talking with you and you all take care. Hopefully get that wedding stuff fixed, man. <laughs> well, I'm not quitting. It's just, it's going to have to be a sillier event. That's all. I'm definitely not quitting. I appreciate it. Have a good night. You too. Okay. I will end it on callers there. Thank you for your patience tonight, guys. And a little bit of an odd show, I know. Uh, but we will get to uh, super chat here as normal. Um, let me catch up over on D live. Jen Collin says Chicago is armed. Is it polite? More to that one. Well, it's certainly not the only variable. <laughs> um, there are such things as people with arms who are impolite for sure. But um, to the point of the phrase, an armed society is a polite society. If I know that the consequences of undue rudeness to a person may include serious uh, bodily harm and or death, I might reconsider that undue rudeness, especially if um, it's not just words and it's criminal activity, those sorts of things. So certainly not universally true, but I, I do think it's a, it's a rule rather than an exception. Buddy says arbitrary mask mandate, but only for weddings in Matt's County. It has been decided. Well, we already have a statewide mask mandate here. Uh, so we'll have to navigate that too, but that was already in place. Now they're now it's arbitrary limits of, of people in, in places. Uh, because there were, I don't know, five cases in the county I'm getting married. So it's an emergency. We got to scramble. Let's see. Um, Phil says over on Streamlabs, why must a person disavow white supremacy to be allowed to defend themselves? At this point, anyone who can't see that the term is just um, just means heretic instead of what the dictionary says has no discernment. It's just a cudgel against whites who don't self-flagellate. It does. It's a meaningless term at this point. I agree. It's, I, I don't understand what these people mean. And I certainly don't assign, I, I don't understand assigning that term to the proud boys in Portland or the Kenosha guard and Kyle Rittenhouse in Kenosha. There's no indication that any of these people have so-called white supremacist views. And at the end of the day, even if they did, even if they're the actual KKK, like the actual hood wearing people, why are we playing this game where you have to disavow those people? It's it's something like three to four thousand people in this entire country. Why why are we wasting our time making sure everyone has the correct disavowal? The correct 
It, it doesn't make any sense. Who cares? Who cares? It's an inconsequential part of our politics. So why don't we just move on and tell me what your ideas are instead of forcing people to virtue signal about who the bad guys are. I don't care. And I, I, I so yeah, thank you, Phil. Uh, we'll update on YouTube and we will call it a night. Let's see. Um, Marbo 93 says as one of your few gay listeners, I can't bring myself to make Matt and I once made love super chats. It'd be a little too real coming from me and I can't disrespect you like that. It's only funny among straight dudes. Lol. Well, thank you for that. And I don't know. I don't know if that's listen. I don't know who's sending the, ch the chats. So for all I know, they're super authentic, but I appreciate, I appreciate the kind words, Marbo all the best. Uh, Zachary Duckett. Oh no. Matt, if it makes you feel any better, I got served a $60,000 lawsuit today for a, a gender, uh, a gender you, you were involved in two years ago, a gender dispute or something. So things are tough out there for everyone. My God. Well, good, good luck, uh, with that situation. All the best, man. I, that, that sucks. Um, <laughs> I guess, I guess there's just bad, uh, bad karma in the air right now. Laurel says greenhouse arrived assembly required. My son is putting together a new chicken coop, larger shipment of dry food arriving Monday, new wood stove ordered. How are your preps coming? Well, uh, preps have admittedly been on the back burner for in favor of things like wedding and, uh, some of that stuff, future planning. So I, we're, we're fine in an emergency, but it sounds like you're moving more towards sustainability, which I admire. I don't necessarily have a sustainable setup. I have a setup to, move and survive in an emergency circumstance. So uh, when you get all this set up though, uh, Laurel, make a video about, well, some people don't like to share, but if you're the sort of person who does like to share, make a video about your whole arrangement. I'd like to see it and uh, think about how I want to handle these things in the future. Good luck. Thank you. Mark M says forward, uh, get well wishes to blonde to get over critters. Uh, yes, hopefully so. Will do. Uh, Dangerous Spaces says, so they mocked Trump when he said one day coronavirus will just disappear. So if it won't just disappear, why the shutdowns and the masks? Well, yeah, I mean, that that's the way these things work. Viruses blow through populations until the herd develops immunity. One day it will just disappear. Now, of course, there's wisdom of certain policy and how to make it disappear that we probably want to debate. But the idea that it's going to... Um, the idea that it, that it's it's just going to persist forever, uh, I don't I don't really know I don't really know what they're getting at. Does it matter? Says your audience is pissed off for you, Matt. Maybe you should do an on the street video post wedding uh, about your visit to the county health jack off. Uh, maybe I mean I don't I don't like to to weaponize. Well, I I don't want to weaponize the the asset that I have in my channel in that way necessarily at least um, with any kind of vindictiveness, I suppose. That said, this is a legitimate story, too. It, it, it has a personal angle on me, but again, I don't want to come off as bitching about just me because it's a lot of people. Why do we have these, a lot of them unelected people? They're just appointed by our county commissioners, uh, and they just make rules on a whim to ruin people's lives. I mean, that is a story even beyond just the personal animosity toward them. So... Maybe, maybe they'd come on the stream. You know, I don't want to, I don't want to like, I don't want to attack people and just ambush them. But if these people would agree to actually have a conversation about it in a publicly uh, transparent way, uh, I'd be pretty interested in that. So who knows? 
Russ says, uh, so sorry to hear blonde got the virus. You look beautiful tonight, Matt. Well, thank you. Uh, and I, I hope she doesn't have coronavirus. Uh, and I'll feel like a real asshole for joking about it if that's how it turns out. But uh, I'm told, um, you know, it's not feeling well, so hopefully it will get better. Anyway, that will be it for the night. Thank you guys for um, for hanging out with me tonight in a little bit of an unexpected format. That is much appreciated. Of course, we will be back on Sunday with uh, more material. Blonde will be here, I trust. And I don't think she would miss a Sunday. Even if she's on her deathbed, she'll be here. So we'll talk about uh, the, the debate, I'm sure. There's been an arrest in the cop ambush in L.A. And the McCloskey trespassers aren't going to be charged in that case. Breaking news on that front. All that plus more. We'll see you Sunday. Have a good night.